These are two things that come up in decision-making that frequently are the ultimate culprits of why people end up making decisions about their career that they regret. Hello, hello. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. So I get so many questions along the lines of, ah, how can I work with you? (laughs) You're changing my life and I want more of this. And if you fall into that category and you are a woman of color, faculty member in academic medicine, public health, or allied fields, then just keep listening. Listen, are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3x your productivity, hone your passions into funded projects, and create the career you worked so hard to achieve. If you've been to every career development and professional development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face. If you're working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first. If you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working nights and weekends on the projects you care most about, I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help women of color faculty of all career levels in academic medicine, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support and sustainability. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant, our six-month high-performance coaching program for high-achieving women of color faculty in academic medicine who are ready to reclaim career control and secure grant funding doing the work they love. In Get That Grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good. So you lead your career with clarity and confidence. You learn productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers to maximize your chances of success without wasting your time, abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. Yes, this future is possible for you, and it's waiting on you to make the first step. If you are ready for career success without sacrifice, I encourage you to join our waitlist at kemidole.com backslash grant. 
After you join the waitlist, you'll be notified when the next Get That Grant cohort will be enrolling. Your application process will include an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back from enjoying the career you work so hard to achieve. No more secret worrying that the career you want isn't really possible. This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to level up your experience and your impact. Join the waitlist today to get in line. Visit kemidole.com backslash grant to sign up. Talk to you soon. Okay, y'all, this is going to be a quick episode because I have 14 minutes <laughs> to record this before my children take over. But I think I can do it because my goal is to kind of hit hit two things quickly and let them percolate for you as opposed to maybe some of the more deeper dives I do. These are two things that come up in decision-making that frequently are the ultimate culprits of why people end up making decisions about their career that they regret. And so there's a million ways that this shows up. There's a million different ways the story happens. There's a million different things that we tell ourselves about what's happening. One of the ways to know this thing has happened is one, you regret your decision. (laughs) So one of the ways is whether you said yes or you said no, there is regret. You're like, that was a wrong one. (laughs) And then the second way to know that this has happened is that when you speak about the decision, you speak about it in a passive voice. So you say things like, and then I was added to this list or, and then somehow I got on, I became a part of the project or before I knew it, I was signed on to do X, Y, Z. So that kind of language that we will tend to use When we have made a decision we don't like, we will tend to recast the decision as something that happened outside of us. That's another clue that one of these two things that I'm going to touch on today were operating as opposed to your clear mind. And those two things, number one, obligatory gratitude. I have spoken about this before, but what happens is obligatory gratitude is when you have a feeling and you have a perspective that in order to demonstrate your gratitude about something, you have to do something you don't want to do. You have to sign up for something that does not serve you. You have to take on something you don't want in order to demonstrate your gratitude for getting a job, your gratitude for getting a raise, your gratitude for insert whatever. Obligatory gratitude shows up and basically tells you, you really should do this because they did X for you. It's very quid pro quo energy. That's obligatory gratitude. When that shows up, decisions get clouded. When that shows up, we sign up for stuff we don't mean to. When that shows up, it's very hard. It can be hard for us to disentangle and make rational choices because most of us, our gratitude is ongoing. Our gratitude doesn't end when Somebody does something, stands up for us. We get to a certain level. It's not like that day we're grateful and the rest of the days we're not grateful. That is the risk of obligatory gratitude. It doesn't have an end. You're going to be grateful every day. So as long as you are in a perspective that says, in order to demonstrate my gratitude, I have to do something. I'm obligated to do something I don't want to do. Do you see how that means that you will continually say yes or make choices or make decisions that you don't want to make? because the gratitude will always be there. That's obligatory gratitude. Number two element that comes in often is the culprit of regret for decisions or 
looking back and wondering like, why did I choose this is urgency. 93% of non-clinical urgency in academic medicine and public health is fabricated. (laughs) It is fabricated urgency. What do I mean by fabricated? I mean that it is urgency secondary to somebody not planning. It is urgency Mostly that. That's like the main one. It is urgency also secondary to somebody else not feeling like they can be patient or not feeling like they are able to wait for an appropriate answer or wait for something to happen. They feel urgency that this has to happen right away. So you have to do it right away. Urgency. That feeling of, I got to make this decision right now. I got to make this decision right now. I got to make this decision right now is so, so bad for making quality, high quality decisions. I think of urgency like alcohol. I am a lightweight. I can have like half a drink and I'm like, woohoo, I should not be making decisions. If I have a full drink, that's it. (laughs) I'm not making career decisions. Urgency is the same way. It doesn't take that much, just a little drop of urgency and you start getting cloudy on making decisions that are actually aligned with your purpose and your vision for your career. Add on a whole lot of urgency and it's a mess. You should not be making decisions like that. In response to urgency, one thing is to recognize and to ask some just specific, just factual questions. What is the actual urgency here? Let's take the most common one, the deadline. This thing is due. Maybe it's a grant submission. This thing, like it has to go in. This is the deadline. And my question is always, okay, that's fine. That external deadline is there. That external deadline outside of like frustrating NIH cycles that you can choose to enter into or not. I'm talking about somebody else coming to you being like, I need you to do this because this deadline, this external deadline exists. The question is, why are you just finding out in a way that makes it so urgent? How come you didn't find out before? You get to decide whether you engage and what your threshold is of engagement, regardless of external deadline. That to me is still manufactured urgency. If you knew about the project three months ago, but you are asking me two weeks before you need the letter, I don't need to take on that urgency. I simply get to decide whether that's something I want to do or not based on my purpose and my vision for my career, not based on your urgency. I know that's really common. So that's why I'm like harping on this one. But I just need you all to understand that the way it starts is often the way it goes. And if it starts chaotic, last minute, I know we just have to throw this together. You have to ask yourself, is that how you want this to go? Chaotic, last minute, always throwing it together. Make an informed choice, but don't make the choice and then regret it because ultimately you didn't actually want to be on that kind of team. Or ultimately you don't really need to be a part of this. Or ultimately you might want to, and you might decide, you know what? My threshold, I'm setting my terms. I'm not going to do this at the last minute. Let's go for the next one when we can be calm about this whole situation. That's urgency. The other urgency is, again, somebody is deciding they just need you to do something. And that's, again, where we have to ask the question, okay, why does this need to happen by X? Why is this timeline existing? And if the timeline existing is simply, I just really want it, then again, you get to choose, okay, am I taking that urgency on? Or am I not? And you start to see how obligatory gratitude now weaves together. Because if you have to continue to show your gratitude, your answer to whether I'm taking this urgency on will always be yes. Why does this matter? Because the series of decisions that we continue to regret is the difference between enjoying your career 
day in, day out, or feeling like you are suffering within your career day in, day out. It's the difference of feeling in control. If I choose this chaos, it's because I chose it versus feeling like your career is controlled by whatever's in the inbox, by whatever the request is. I want us all to be aware of these two feelings, obligatory gratitude and urgency. And when you feel them, it should be a signal to you to pause instead of moving quickly to try to discharge them because we can't deal with the discomfort of how that feels. Instead of leaning on clinical patterns where something's urgent, it actually is a good thing for you to make quick decisions. Recognizing this is a different space. Your inbox isn't like that. Being aware of that and using them as triggers to pause, to separate, and to evaluate your decision through the lens of how does this align with my purpose? How does this align with the vision and the future of the career I'm trying to build? Then make your decision. All right, that's it. Short and sweet, y'all. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great weekend. If this was helpful for you, if you want to learn more about urgency and obligatory gratitude, roll through and find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at K-E-M-I-D-O-L-L, Kemi Dole, and we can get into it. I consider this a teaser. I could talk about these two things all day. It is incredible to me how many small and huge decisions get made in the fog of obligatory gratitude and urgency. Let's flip the script, y'all. We got to interrupt the pattern. All right. I love y'all. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening with me today. I appreciate your time as I know it's so valuable. I hope this episode was helpful to you and I hope you feel energized to go out and claim your unapologetic career. See you soon.